0: Welcome to the Metapod, the Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. This is take three, actually, of this uh, podcast episode, because the first time I started and Sean wasn't ready, the second time I mysteriously had no voice, apparently. Well, had I can hear you, but OBS couldn't hear you. Our, our recording <laughs> software just didn't want to acknowledge no. my existence. But third time is a charm here on this podcast, but... I got to ask the real big question first. The one that everybody is wondering, Sean, did you watch the Super Bowl?
1: I did. I did watch the Super Bowl. Superb Owl, as people that don't have the rights to say Super Bowl sometimes call it. The big game. Um, I did watch a bit of it. I didn't watch the
0: full full of it, but I probably watched like two-thirds of the game. Um, I was hanging out with some of my friends, and um, I ended up watching the whole game. And, you know, know, as soon as... As soon as the Rams just got that last score, I just I yeah. just, or no, when the Bengals went for it on fourth down and oh. just like a terrible just kind of a terrible decision by Joe Burrow, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just like packed up and went, home and <laughs> went like, to bed down. immediately.
1: Yeah, that was um that was rough at the end. I mean, I, I don't know what people actually think. Like people might not like the fact that there was some like penalties. You know, against the Bengals at the end near the end zone, but like that was obviously I mean, it, pass interference. I'm sorry.
0: This is this is sports as always. People will all people are never happy about the officiating, 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 officiating in sports. Like that's just a statement of fact. Yeah,
1: but I mean, you know, overall it was. It seemed like an interesting game. I think it was. It was very low scoring for I think what a lot of people were expecting. Like I know that the Rams defense is good, but like. 20 was it? 23 to 20
0: seems it's something about like that yeah 23 to 20 I think it was yeah
1: it seems kind of kind of low so especially given like the two teams offensive prowess um but yeah losing OBJ Odell Beckham pretty pretty tough but uh Rams were able to overcome but I'm sure
0: he, he, he got his touchdown and, right. and that was it but Sean, we're going to talk about the touchdowns of the Pokemon mm. trading card game today. I'm going to keep talking to you because you were actually one of the lucky few creators that got to open a very cool product from the Pokemon company. So, Sean, how well, I mean, if you really want to see how when you should go to Sean's I mean, YouTube channel and watch his two videos. But, Sean, how do you feel about Brilliant Star?
1: I mean, I'm flexing some shiny cardboard right now. Uh, How do I feel about it? I feel the same way that, I think Celios posted something as well, Um, I'm feeling the same way I think a lot of people are, which is this is just strictly the best set in at least the last two years um, since at least Cosmic Eclipse. And even Cosmic Eclipse, I would say it's better than Cosmic Eclipse because I think that Arceus Dialogopalkia was obviously a very playable card. And in that set, you did have character rares. So like, those, that's all good, right? But outside of that, I don't think, like the other archetypes that were hyped up in, in Cosmic Eclipse was like Reshiram and Zekrom. Yeah. just kind of didn't go anywhere. Um, it flopped. Yeah, so I think a lot of the set was actually not amazing from a playability, whereas this is, I think, very much the opposite. Um, and I very much, I really did enjoy opening it after seeing some of the other creators boxes. It's amazing. Like, I think my box was actually not great compared to, cause like I did get a V star. I got an RCS. Don't get me wrong. Like I uh, will not, I will not turn that's down. Bloody. I will not turn down an RCS. And I did get, you know, um, control waifu in Roseanne's backup. Let's which go. I, which I know Jake was very excited to see, but Outside of that, I didn't get any secret rares in my box or my ETB. I only got one V-Star total, which I think is, like, very average. So the fact that I enjoyed the box so much, and it was a very average box by all comparison, I'm like, that's actually that's just pretty good. So I I had a lot of fun opening it. You, y'all can watch the, uh, the video of me opening it up. It's kind of long, uh, but, you know, skip ahead to the shiny parts if you want. <laughs>
0: I will say, like, because I watched a couple different people um, open, and everybody kind of had the same thing of, like, sticky cards. Yeah. I saw a lot of people were having problems, like, with the cards, you know, like, you know how card tricks go in, like, YouTube videos and stuff. You know, you, you go one by one. I saw a lot of people just, like, they would have like four three four cards like stuck together when they're trying to pull it and so i know you said like sometimes you're i mean you're just bad at opening but i think it was like a kind of a thing like all around and then also i saw a lot on twitter like especially because pre-releases just happened this weekend by the way thank you if you tweeted at us your pre-release polls super appreciate it but um there were a lot of pictures of like cards that were miscut i feel like i got a miscut card uh um, yeah i remember yeah. you you showed that in the video, in the Spoilers. video. yeah like i want to
1: oh here it is i mean you're gonna have a hard... anybody on youtube may be able to see it but let me see if i can you see that corner there yeah uh, that little white strip so i have a um character rare angaroo and it's got some basically some extra paper on the side
0: you know also warping already
1: oh my god these are all now granted i will say my basement is not the best for humidity control okay because we have a boiler it's been cold in new york i have this problem with all the cards in the card games. but i mean
0: yeah i was gonna say i saw that bend i was like you you look like you have japanese pokemon cards yeah no i have like... pringles
1: i have my cards are um, now. I will say the V Star is not nearly as warped. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my cards, even my non foils, though, like I have Magic cards that are non foil that are warped. So my humidity control in my basement is particularly bad. Mm-hmm. You know, one day I will not have this problem, maybe. But but yeah, Sorry they to do. Call you out. They, no no no, <laughs> please like. But I will say the character rares because they are foiled top to bottom. Mm-hmm. They are much more warped than some of the other cards so just something to keep in mind for those of you out there who collect um expect warping but i will say i don't think this is a thing uncommon to any card game now because like magic very bad warping digimon can have bad warping pokemon like it just seems like if you're doing foiling treatments like like especially like like i said V star is foiled but it's like a texture foil and i think it's a different foiling process but if you're doing just a basic foiling like full layer i think every card kind of ha- every card game has the same problem now so
0: yeah like it it all eventually gets there but i didn't yeah. i didn't think that you know they would have started already oh no they start
1: card. give it 2 hours and they start warping
0: dang yeah. maybe it's cuz i always like throw cards in sleeves and either put them in my deck box or in my binder like immediately like i don't have cards just laying out yeah ever.
1: i i mean I, like i said i opened these and they've just been sitting on my desk since because i haven't put them away
0: yeah i i guess like i just never noticed but yeah. i will say though going back to like kind of how are you saying the best set in a couple years like you know, Cosmic Eclipse did have a lot of, like, great trainers. You know, we saw the tag team trainers, you know, Cynthia and Caitlin, Mallow and Lana, even Belelbo and Bryson Man, which eventually got banned. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it had it had some, like, really, really good trainers, but the Pokemon themselves were somewhat lacking in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, we had some good support, support, support Pokemon, like Oricorio, GX, right? ADP didn't really get its, like... Hall of Fame entrance until like Zashian came out. So it was a little bit delayed. Um But yeah. this set, this set is a little bit different because I think like Luminion is going to have an impact right away. Yep. Right. I think even like the Lipard as well, we're going to talk about yep. a lot of the cards of like the buy list later, but no, I mean, you've got, I just feel like there's Pokemon cards that are going to make an impact right away, like right out of the gate yeah. instead of just taking time.
1: Yeah, you have setup Pokemon. You have you have two prizers that can be their own decks in Raichu and Entei. Um, you and I think the problem with Cosmic Eclipse is it followed. This is just my gut feeling, like on this card design, it followed right on the heels of Unified Fusions, which had Mewtwo and Mew. So like they were very. I think they were now very concerned. Like ah, Mewtwo Mew is going to be in format for a whole year. Some GXs are going to rotate out. And we have to make sure that whatever we print does not absolutely steamroll sword and shield, which they knew was on the way. So like, I do think they actually held back on the design of the GX just because they had previously printed a Mewtwo and Mew. So
0: that, yeah, that's my I mean, guess. Well, guess how that turned out, you know, we're <laughs> sword and shield base set format. Um, Arceus Palkia, Tag Team GX, and Zacian was easily the best deck. Yeah. That or super aggressive Chinchino Control Mill. Yeah. Uh,
1: Jake, before we go into the five-star review, though, I just wanted to point out for the viewers, for the people watching on YouTube, you can see it, but for the people listening, Jake and I are both uh, wearing our Cliffside merch, our Purple Cliff merch.
0: Um, Jack has been a personal friend of mine for a while. So I bought one of the sweatshirts. This was the first mm. series of sweatshirts that he sold. I believe you just bought this one like a couple weeks ago.
1: Uh, I would have bought it, I think three months ago, four months ago. But yeah, it it was like he took the orders and then he had to have the company print it. They're very, very good quality. They're very thick. These these I don't know how yours is. Mine's very thick because it's like double layered. It's got the pink. Uh, I think yours
0: is a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. I think like the second. Yeah. Cause your, your ditto face has like a, a shine on it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your, yours is like the second series. We'll mm-hmm. call it. But it's very uh, nice. Mine is says the first like, series.
1: It says like Cliffside side on the side there, which is kind of cool.
0: I can't even tell what Oh, yours does. Okay. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, but yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, for the purple cliff fans out there, you
0: have, <laughs> Yeah. So Metapod Podcast lore.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: <laughs> this is the this is the arc. But Sean, as always, you know we love 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 reading the reviews that our viewers and listeners leave. So let's get into the five star review this week.
1: Yeah, I actually have it pulled up this week because uh, you know Apple is being kind again. We figured so, it out. <laughs> yes. Um, this one is from Slam Crazy. Uh, let me pop that up again quality stuff i've been listening to your podcast for about a month now and i really enjoy it the variety of news and information from competitive play to collector's insights is the sweet spot for a pokemon tcg podcast thank you personally i'm more of a collector but i like to keep up with the competitive scene too you guys make it really easy to digest all the new info and talking about new cards and strategies i really appreciate that my favorite episode so far would have to be the one with zach lesage I'm familiar with his YouTube, and hearing him on the show was a sweet treat. He's really knowledgeable about the game, and such a nice dude. Hats off to you guys for inviting him as a guest. Hopefully, he'll be back soon.
0: I nice. mean, yeah, Zach is huge brain. I mean, yeah. Look back at all of his like personal achievements. You know, playing the Pokemon trading card game for so long. To you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, like I'm very happy that he was able to come in. I unfortunately I wasn't able to make it because I was like moving and stuff. Yes. But I'm very happy that we were still able to produce like a great episode. So, hats off to you, Sean, for running that show that week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that was the only episode that I have run that you have not been on. I think so. Yeah. So, I think I've
0: done two and you've done one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I still, you still get one more makeup day, one more, one more day off until we're either paid time off. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Um, I will say though, your, your solo day was not really solo no. because you had a, you had a guest on, like, I think the mm-hmm. two that I did, I, I, know. I just ran solo. Yeah, that's, which, tough.
1: that is very tough. It's like you're streaming, but we don't do this, this podcast live. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're kind of just talking to yourself for 45 minutes, <laughs> which is, uh, it's- impressive.
0: It's pretty tough sometimes, but throughout our tenure, Sean, we have done several different things with the podcast. Throughout the time, we have evolved from audio only to video here on YouTube, and we're thinking Mm -hmm. about evolving again. If you haven't been able to tell, maybe you're a regular YouTube listener, the Metapod podcast is officially on its own YouTube channel the metapod youtube channel this is going to be the home of the metapod podcast i'm just thinking of moving it now away from my channel not necessarily um because i don't want it on the channel i mean i'm still going to edit the videos every week and upload them i just podcasts if you listen to a lot and maybe you watch slash listen to some on youtube they have like their own thing and there's a lot of cool things that they can do so we mentioned last week that we're going to have a goal for when we hit 100 ratings Mm -hmm. of the metapod podcast we're currently on apple itunes at 79 so after 21 more reviews we're going to start doing extra metapod content now these won't specifically be podcast episodes that you'll be able to hear on like spotify apple things like that this is going to be more like youtube extra content so a couple ideas that sean and i have you know now that i have a full-time job i can buy a little bit more product than zero so maybe every once in a while sean and i do a little bit of a pack battle type yeah. thing um maybe we have like a uh, product special episode because pokey beach the where we get a lot of our news from they post a monthly article every month regarding pokemon accessories like pokemon product that is going to be coming out in the next month and so on an audio podcast that's a little bit hard to talk about sometimes i've tried it before it's very very difficult to do so we thought that would be like kind of a cool monthly thing that we do um and showcasing it on YouTube, and we're not saying that we're going to pump out like five <laughs> videos a week. You know, I have a full time job. Sean working, you know, like doing his own content as well. Like, so this would be—I don't want to put like a specific number out there, but you could expect like a couple extra videos outside of the podcast, like per month. Yeah, and there there'll be fun things. There'll be different things. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the possibilities are endless. So. Mm-hmm. If you want to see that type of extra content, make sure to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. And also we super appreciate the Spotify listeners as well. And everybody else that listens, maybe you're not on Apple iTunes, but thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Sean. Do you have any words that you want to shout at the top of your lungs? Uh,
1: Well, the only thing I was going to say is check the, if you're listening and you aren't following on YouTube, or if you're, If you're watching this on YouTube, you're already watching it on the new channel, so just subscribe uh, for when we hit that milestone. But yeah, if you're listening, you can go subscribe to the new YouTube channel. Link is in the description of the podcast stuff. All the podcasts will still continue being audio podcasts. I want to just clarify, if you just like listening to the podcast, wherever you listen, you're good. Don't worry. Yes. (laughs) No stress. It's if you want to watch whatever the ancillary videos we have, that's all that's about.
0: Uh, it's just a little bit of extra fun because sean and i are always looking to spice up life you know we do though have 93 ratings on spotify oh which is a very nice number i will say 93 ratings so i mean if you're on spotify go ahead and give us a rating as well well jake do you want want to make it it. do you
1: want to make it 100 on spotify or 100 on apple or whatever one gets there on both Okay, when we get a hundred on both,
0: okay. Yeah, why don't we do a hundred on both?
1: So if you have rated us on Spotify but not on Apple, and you want to see whatever that crazy stuff we're going to do on YouTube, you know, go vice versa. Just do it. Just do it.
0: Go subscribe to the Metapod yeah. YouTube channel again. Link in the <laughs> description. Uh, link will be in the description below. And but but Sean. Let's just get to the news. We're we're done pumping out our own content, pumping out our own, (laughs) you know, promos, self-promos. Let's get into the Pokemon TCG news. Now, this first one is going to be geared towards competitors. This is off PokeBeach.com. This was pretty big news uh, a couple days ago when this dropped. People, I mean, this is the hot topic that has been in the back of our heads, I would say, for the last couple months. Florida Regional Championships have been canceled. Mm-hmm. Sean, the Pokemon company announced the cancellation of the Florida regional championships that was supposed to be held through April 1st and the 3rd at the Orange County Convention Center. A lot of this has to do with government regulations and restrictions within the state of Florida, which is the reason why the Pokemon. I mean, there there goes into way more <laughs> than this, but I think that this was like kind of the the tipping point. I would say.
1: Yeah. I mean, so I we say government restrictions and regulations, and you may, if you're not familiar with Florida, you may think that Florida is like, oh, they're making it so you can't have large events. Actually, <laughs> the wacky thing about this one is Florida is trying to just be like, no restrictions. Um, and if you have been following the, if you're planning to go to any regional, you you will know that you need to have proof of vaccination. Um in order to enter, is it and or a negative COVID test or just you have to have proof of vaccination, right?
0: I do not know that officially and I do not want to like take a guess. Okay,
1: fair enough. But basically like you have to have proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test, some combination of that uh, in order to attend the event, which is-
0: Basically more regulations than the state of Florida.
1: (laughs) And Florida said that making somebody prove vaccination is now not okay. Like you're not allowed to do that. So- it pokemon heard that and was like what but like we're a private we ah and then so that that, that's why they went ahead and uh canceled this because they're just kind of like we think it's important that our players be vaccinated so we cannot abide by the state's new mandate of not allowing companies to check vaccination status
0: it's very strange this is the reminder that this is only affecting the Florida regional championships. So if you scheduled for that, you know, cancel your things, unless you still want to go to Florida, then like by all means, I guess, but, but there will be no regional championships held during that weekend. The salt Lake regional championships though, if you're planning Mm -hmm. on going to that is still going to be in mid March. So March 18th through the 20th. And Sean, as we continue to get closer and closer it'll be interesting to see if more of these go down maybe new ones pop up we i mean we have no idea i mean yeah i'll um
1: i think for me the biggest question mark i i feel like all these are safe right cuz florida if there was one in texas i would have the same concerns about if they were to be like oh you can't have a vaccine mandate fine most of these other states are pretty I would say reasonable with their restrictions and regulations. Like I don't expect to see any of that from Utah, Indianapolis, New Jersey, um, Vancouver or Milwaukee. Like I think those will all probably kick off unless something unexpected happens.
0: And I mean, even the European and Oceania, Latin America Mm -hmm. events as well, you know, we're not just talking about American events Yeah. um, or North American events, I should say, you know, with Canada as well, you know, Europe is still having their regional in uh, late March. Yep. Late March, I believe. Early April. AmCham, you know, in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera.
1: Actually, the first one that is coming up is actually in Oceania, in Brisbane. Brisbane.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Brisbane? I think it's is it Brisbane. I think it's Brisbane. Oh, I mean, it says Brisbane, but, you know, Australians out like there, that's holler. The
0: only- That's the only thing I've never – or that's the only thing I've heard of. I've also never been over there. I haven't either. I mean, I don't know.
1: (laughs) But it'll be fun to see how that one goes. Now, Oceania is a little bit smaller than some of the other regions, but it will definitely be the biggest, like, official event uh, in years, (laughs) literally. Um, I mean, it'll be the only event in years. Right, right. So any of you who are – you know gearing up for salt lake city i think keeping an eye on that one in australia is i think a very good call for what you might want to play what you might want to bring to the tournament
0: and it'll be interesting i mean i i want just as much as the next person for irl events to come back for the pokemon play pokemon championship series to come back but i want to do it safely Yeah, you know, and I I, that's the only way that I want to do it. So it'll be interesting again, but we'll see. I do plan on going to the uh, Indianapolis event. Oh, so have you Jake? Jake and I briefly talked about this. I have not confirmed it. Okay, but I do plan on going because, I mean, I got a lot of people in Indianapolis and that's usually the end of sports because that's like finals week Mm -hmm. for a lot of college institutions. So I'm I'm pretty sure I'll be free on that weekend. Um, But I mean, I can't guarantee anything because that's also like postseason. So you never know how far like (sighs) one of my teams could go like to the NCAA championship, you know, like. Yeah, I can't I can't com- I can't promise, but I, I do plan on going to that one. All right.
1: Well, I if I will, if you're tentatively planning, Jake, then um, I'm going to tentatively plan as well and say I might go to that one as well. Because for those of you um, long term listeners may know, Jake and I have never
0: actually met in person,
1: nope. which is wild. Not is
0: actually just a figure of my uh-huh. imagination. Uh-huh. That's yeah. right.
1: That's how I was able to get this uh, hoodie to match Jake's. Jake was like, we need some matching outfits on this show and just conjured it.
0: God's so. actually a VTuber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I will tentatively plan to go as well, Jake. <clears throat> I don't know if I will play. Probably. If I go, I should play, right? Yeah, but why not? we'll see. I don't think Jake or I, I don't expect either of us to make day two if we play, but you know, Are you kidding me? I'm winning the whole thing. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. How dare you doubt me? Well, I mean, okay, fine. Speaking of winning the whole thing, Jake, if you're going to win the whole thing, you need to play. You need to
0: use cards, right? To win the whole you thing. You do. You do. And uh, that was, this might be the best transition <laughs> you've ever done. I don't usually do the transitions. <laughs> Um, All right, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you said the best
1: transition I've done. I never said it was the best transition we've done.
0: I said we've done. Oh, you did. Okay. I'm pretty sure I <laughs> said was, we've done. That was
1: just a low key, a low key burn, I guess. Um, but
0: uh, you know what does burn is your wallet because mm-hmm. sometimes you just gotta buy Pokemon cards. So. We have done the set list review for Starbirth, which was the Japanese version of this set. And so throughout, you know, because American sets are combinations of Japanese sets, we've pretty much gone over all of these cards. You know, what is good, you know, potential decks, things like that. So now that the set list is out for Brilliant Star, now that we have, you know, the trainer gallery, we have you know, all these secret rares, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to go over kind of a buy list, you know, Mm -hmm. especially because, you know, we have these events coming up now that are scheduled. People need to buy cards. So what cards should you be buying from Brilliant Star if you're buying singles? You know, if you pull stuff, you're opening boxes because the set is really exciting to open. It's really, really cool to open. You know, what cards should you get excited about things of that nature so sean yes i'm gonna ask you the million dollar question what card are you looking to buy
1: i will be looking to buy the rcsv and v star it's the obvious choice but this one for me the card itself i expect to be um playable for the foreseeable future um i think for me like if if we think about Brilliant Star as almost being like a new block because they've introduced the V-Star mechanic. The same way that Zacian was just a very playable card for the entirety of the time that it's been in format, Um, almost up till now, right? I think it's fallen off a little bit, finally. But, like, you know, it had a solid two-year run. I think RCS V-Star is probably a similar card. Um, And I don't know, I mean, like, I think if you are on a budget, uh, but not like a hardcore budget, like where you only can build one deck and it can only be a single price deck. No, but if you have a reasonable budget, I would look to pick up two Vs and 2 V stars. I think that is is a very reasonable number for most decks that are gonna play this. Uh, I will say I'm gonna quickly switch over and tell you what not to do, though, because you're if you're listening to this and you're really gung- ho and you want to take our advice, do not go and buy them on pre-sale from TCG player. This price, this price is absurd. $75. Oh,
0: be, yeah.
1: No, no. I can tell you right now, don't do not do this. Wait until the official release. Um, there are no events until mid-March anyways, in the U.S. at least. So you will have time to get your cards in. And I expect RCSV Star to probably drop back down to a, pl- a price of about $20 to $25. That, you know, Mew VMAX is, is sitting in that same spot. That seems to be the price for... The most playable, highest rarity card in a format is about twenty to twenty-five dollars typically, so that's what I would expect that to be at. So I my guess would be a place uh, a two-two line will run you maybe seventy dollars, sixty to seventy dollars in that range. So,
0: and I'll yeah. just I'll just say this before we go any further. You know, like I'm never gonna tell you how to spend your money. Um, But if you want tips on how to more efficiently use your money in the Pokemon trading card game, don't like pre-order cards like Mm -mm. as of right now, because right now, you know, if you think about supply and demand, right, there's a high demand for Brilliant Star, but the supply is really low. All we have on the market right now are content creators who have opened these boxes, which who usually don't sell their cards, right? Yeah. When they after they open them. But the rest of the dem- or the rest of the supply market is pre-release kits. You know, pre-release kits don't have infinite amounts of of packs that come inside. You know, it's it's not necessarily booster boxes, except for like prize packs. What I'm trying to say is there are not a lot of RCSV stars right now, so the price is just super high. Once Brilliant Stars actually releases. Then stuff is going to start tanking. Stuff is going to drop way, way down at like literally half of what they are within a matter of days. Like Sean was saying, you know, and then eventually probably after like two weeks, you know, it'll, it'll get down to kind of that lower number, like Sean was saying. So yeah. just wait, you know, I understand if you, if you're impatient, you know, you want to get it now and you got the budget for it, like go for it. But you know, if you want to use the most bang for your buck is what I'm trying to say. That is what I would do. And I agree with Sean in terms of the amount of V and V-Star. You know, 2-2 is pretty good. I would say, like, 3-3 um, at the most is what you're yeah. going to need. Like, a lot of deck profiles that I've seen so far and things like that, the max has been 3-3. And that's, like, a specific like V star is the main pokemon yeah you know yeah and there's going to be so many different combinations that um there's going to be so many different combinations that you can pair V star with because it's a colorless pokemon yeah it's v star power is very very good and the attack as well is pretty good also so I think it's a really, really cool card. I think we're going to see a lot of great things with it. Obviously, in the start, we'll see more versions of it than in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a really, really good pickup.
1: Jake, what other, it, it, going in, we'll stick with the V Pokemon for now. And then we'll go like different categories. What other V Pokemon would you, you know, recommend picking up for
0: players? I think you could get a play set of Entei Vs. Oh, okay. Ente V for if you do not know is pretty much like Suicune V. Hmm. Suicune V with that Fleetfoot ability to draw one card. The attack is the typing and one colorless. You do 20 plus by the benches. This is going to be a very interesting. um, This is going to be a very interesting card, and I think it's going to be a pretty good deck. It might it might not be like S tier, right? It may not be the top deck in the format, but it's going to be one that does well. It's going to be one that wins and it's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, we are going to get a stadium. I'm going to combo this with a play set of another trainer card as well. Mm. Um, We're getting the stadium magma basin, Mm. which allows you to accelerate energy from the discard right yes it's accelerated energy from the discard and then attached to damage counters
1: yeah i'll uh scroll down to it uh may attach a fire energy from the discard pile to one of their benched fire pokemon so it is fire specific pokemon too
0: but which i mean is fine because that the thing with suicune at this point in time for example is you have to use melanie with it you have to Mm -hmm. use your supporter for turn So being able to accelerate energy with something that's not a supporter and instead a stadium, something you can lay down on your turn and pretty much guarantee that you get to use it, right? There's no chaotic swell in the format to bump your stadium as soon as you put it down. There's none Mm -hmm. of that stuff. So kind of that um, what I call like passive stadium, I call that type of stadium a passive stadium that you can guarantee use during your turn. Um, that's going to be super valuable with an Entei deck. And I mean, we have plenty of pivot Pokemon right now in the format, you know, like Mew V. Mew V can be pretty cool. I mean, it only grabs item cards, but like, that's a good pivot Pokemon that we've seen. Al- or I'm sorry, I said Mew V. I meant the Mew from Celebrations.
1: Oh, the little oh baby yes, 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 yes. Celebrations. Yeah, yeah.
0: My apologies right. on that. I said Mew V. That's not what I meant. Mu V does have free retreat though. I mean you could play <laughs> like, a Mu V in here. That could yeah. be your free retreat <laughs> pivot Pokemon, but I don't recommend it. But okay. you know, that kind of thing, you know, where you have um that philosophy because 230 HP is not necessarily a lot of HP when you talk about um pokemon because pokemon will get one hit ko, would left and right mm-hmm. you can put like toughness capes on it to give it 280 hp as a tool card similar to what you do with Suicune, which is 20 hp more than Suicune v mm-hmm. so that might help your math a little bit in several areas um but i mean i think it's an interesting card that i think is going to make some waves in the format
1: yeah no, yeah, I think if you're looking for, uh, um, I would say maybe a rogue deck, I think, Entei mm-hmm. of all three of them, I think your point about the acceleration from a non-supporter, that's huge, right? Because you could pair this with both Choice Belt. You could also pair it, if you don't have to use your supporter for turn on a- Energy Acceleration, you can pair it with Leon, right?
0: Um, Pretty good. Again, like the, it comes back to the whole thing of not needing to use a supporter yeah. to accelerate um energy, and I mean you can yeah. even still have like the the Drizzile engine, like Suicune does, so then you can find those like mm-hmm. trainer cards, you know, you can yeah. find your stadium really easily, mm-hmm. you can find a Leon really easily. Like, I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting, Sean. I think.
1: All right, um. I'll move to my next V that you should probably pick up. It depends on how many decks, but I'm going to say Luminion V. For those of you okay. who don't remember what this one does, it's it's essentially you play it onto your bench. You can search your deck for a supporter card and put it into your hand, which is big, right? Um, as Jake was saying, being able to find those cards when you want is huge, and the fact that you can basically have a quick ball or like any of your Pokemon search that can find this because essentially now a card that finds you, your supporter, I would, it's not going to be as popular as Tapu Lele in terms of cost because it's attack is not quite as good, but I think picking up th- two to four copies of this, assuming you're going to run more than one deck. If you only run one deck, I think it's actually, you probably only need one of them in a deck. Um So you might be able to save yourself some money in the early going, But as more of the set comes out, I don't think it will be that hard to pull. I think people will pull. I mean, I pulled one, right? I don't think it'll be that hard. Um, Sean
0: can do it, so can you. Right, exactly.
1: No, like, the set isn't so enormous that it's, like, really hard to pull it, I don't think. So I think you'll get, you know, if you can get two to four of these, every single one of your deck is probably going to want one of this card. So that would be my recommendation is get two to four of these, depending on the number of decks that you have. Um... Yeah, it's just a really good consistency card. Same way that Crobat, Crobat is a card you put in almost every deck.
0: I will say, though, I have yet to see a deck list with more than two Luminions. Yes. Most of the ones that I see just have one Luminion V. And people say, like, the Luminion's really, really good. Yeah. And that's because, like you mentioned, it has a really, really good ability attached to it. But. You know, just the the attack again, like we mentioned, you know, the attack is just not as good as Tapu Lele. So unfortunately, it's just not as valuable as a bench spot. But I will say I if you get two of them, I think you'll be set. I think you'll be set for its entirety in the standard format.
1: Yep. Yeah. If you don't need to have multiple decks put together, um, two will be plenty. I fully agree. (laughs) Jake, what is your next pick?
0: I think the next pick that I'm going to do is Whimsicott V Star. So the V and the V Star, obviously, you know, get them both together. I just love this card. I think it's such a cool card, especially because I think this card is going to boost up Shadow Rider Calyrex. Having the ability, you know, because Calyrex does have energy acceleration, you know, utilizing Trick Wind. Can't play any tool cards or special energies from their hand. That's a pretty big like yeah. buffer. I mean, there's no way to get around that unless you are an expanded and use like uh what's the what, Poke, Ace, Poke uh, ranger. Yeah, ranger. pokey pokey ranger ranger. Yeah.
1: That is not yeah, there's no way to get around that in standard.
0: Yeah, and so with a lot of special energies right now, you know, some of them even needing to be uh clutch to the from the hand right we think of any uh, rapid strike deck you know rapid strike energies have no acceleration in terms of anything but simply attaching per turn that's kind of a big deal we talk about um like single strike decks yes they have the hound doom but sometimes you need to attach that energy from hand yeah and you know especially since they don't play a lot of basic energies as well in single strike, decks don't have ways to find those basic energies you know you're probably gonna stop them several times and i mean there's no single strike met metal decks besides like duraludon v which nobody's playing the v everyone's playing the v max so you're fine don't even don't even trip and then Mew, man think about the awesomeness of when you're playing against Mew v max right and, you know, they can get two fusion energies in a single turn, right? With um, Elisa Sparkle. Sparkle, Elsa Sparkle, whatever her yeah. name is.
1: Now, is the that supporter... from hand or is that from deck?
0: It's from their hand. Okay, yeah. But so that stops that. Yeah, it's, well, no, it doesn't stop Elsa Sparkle.
1: But when wait. we talk about. Why? So, wait, does Eloise Sparkle say from hand or from deck? It's from deck. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Yeah, okay, cool.
0: Sorry, my apologies. No, I must have misheard. So you you don't stop Elsa Sparkle, right? But he, if you look at Mew VMAX right now, Mew VMAX is so dominant because of the turn one donks. What Pokemon do they use for the turn one donk? They use Meloetta. Mm-hmm. With Melowetta, using Elsa Sparkle, you can get three energies because you can attach one from hand. Right, so now you're cutting off 70 damage right away from the Meloetta. So I, that's a big deal, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. I fair. think that's kind of a big deal.
1: If you, yeah, if you can pull this attack off,
0: go going... Which it shouldn't theoretically be that hard if you have Shadow Rider Calyrex, right? Like, that's true. I mean, especially yeah. at Shadow Rider's peak, it has the ability Underworld Door, attach an energy from attach a psychic energy from your hand to I believe it's one of your pokemon.
1: Yeah, but the I uh, so the problem though is still it's still who goes first, right? Cuz this is an evolution and so is Shadow Rider. So if you yes. if Mew goes first, they still can get this off before you can do your attack. But yes, if you go first, you can stop them.
0: I I I mean, you can you can stop them from attaching those special energies. Yeah. And then also the V-Star power, yeah. you know, 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon energy, or, or 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon for each energy attached to this Pokemon. So, you know, if you're doing three energies for the Trick Wind, you're doing 180 damage to any Pokemon on the field. And again, with Underworld, Door, Shadow Rider, Calyrex, VMAX, you can probably get, like, a lot of stuff. You can get a lot of damage off. 60 times is pretty good for energy.
1: Yeah, and if you have two or three of the Shadow Riders up, you can go Mm -hmm. from like only having two, because you don't want to build up too much energy and make it too much of a target for your opponent. But if you can get three more energy onto it all in one turn, plus the attachment from hand, right? Like You're all of a sudden adding 240 damage onto something that maybe already had 120. So you can go from two to six energy pretty easily in that deck. On one thing. So like that's a quick way to just like you take one three prize with Shadow Rider and then you knock something out with this and then you're good to go, right? Um yeah, it's I agree with you. I think this I think is a good pickup if you want to play Shadow Rider Calyrex, especially. Um, so if you just want to take a deck that you already have, maybe have and want to modify for the Brilliant Stars format. This is a pretty cheap option, I think, to making a deck relevant again.
0: I think you're only going to ever need no more than two, so just getting a two-two is probably okay. Um, Shadow Rider, I think, has a um, argument in terms of only playing a one-one line of the Whimsicott V-Star, but I think you can include a two-two potentially as well, because I do think it's a good attacker.
1: I, I would always put, I mean, for me, like a 2-2 two, two line of stuff like this is almost necessary because, A, it's an evolution. Um, so you want to, you don't want to spend all of your resources finding this line. You know what I mean? You want to set up your Shadow Riders. That's the important bit, really. And only having a 1-1 one, one means you're going to be spending your Pokeball, your deck search, all of that to find these pieces, which is, I don't think, ideal. And then, two, if you prize either one of that 1-1 one, one line, You're screwed. You're just screwed, um, you know. especially if you prize the basic, that you can't even start setting up the V-Star. So I, yes. I, I two twos are, I think, like you're playing with fire if
0: you go 1-1. One, one, one. John, do you got another card that you want to talk about in the Vs specifically? The
1: only other card in the Vs that I would say is worth you considering early in picking up is Raichu. Mm-hmm. I think Raichu V, similar to your choice of Entei V, um if you want a sort of two prize focused deck that you know you can take and like skew prize trades and all of that stuff like i think a raichu v deck is a really good option um we talked about this on the you know video and and podcast with zach but like you know it's basically doing 60 damage for each lightning energy attached to all of your pokemon i believe it is Mm um
0: and, you know... You have to discard the energy.
1: Yes, and you discard it. That's true. That is true. So, you know, uh, but there are ways to, like, reaccelerate with Flaffy and other things, and you have Manaphy back in the format. It, it, you know, you have a bench barrier effectively back in the format so you can protect your Flaffys. Um, So I I think Raichu V, if it's a kind of archetype you want to play, if you already have the Flaffys, uh as well, like, yeah, this might be, like, a fun rogue deck. Wait, like you know, a week or two. Cause this one, I think the the price on this one should drop quite a bit um, pretty because,
0: quickly. Yeah.
1: Cause it is rogue. It is a, a rogue, like, you know, relatively rogue deck that mm-hmm. I think has a high ceiling. If, if the meta allows for it, right? Like, you know, if you, if, if it breaks, if somebody breaks the deck, it'll be a high ceiling deck.
0: It's a really cool one. I mean, I've mentioned how I like Raichu V as well. I would just go ahead and get a place out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, like you were saying, it's going to be relatively cheap, and you know, it's going to be its own deck. So why not? I mean, it's a basic. It's a basic Pokemon. So you don't have to worry about evolutions and things like that.
1: Yep. I think before we move on from the V's, one thing I'll say is Charizard V and V Star. I would stay away from it if you're a player for the first two to three weeks because it's always going to have the Charizard tax. Nothing you can do about that. If you have the ability to go to locals, buy some random packs there, maybe you get lucky and you pull one or two, you'll save yourself a buttload of money. And just, I would, unless you are the kind of player that really wants to play this and is willing to spend it, or like you think you can break the deck, which, like, fine, fair enough. Um, This one is going to be a wait till the dust clears, because I don't think the deck itself will be, will warrant the high price tag within the first few weeks. And then once enough product gets opened, you know, it'll always be a little expensive, but I think it will find a nice place to like if you really want to just play it for funsies, you won't hurt. Here's so a bad. tip
0: here's a tip and trick for Charizard cards in terms of <laughs> players. Build your Charizard V Star decks on PTCGO. Mm. Charizard cards are always cheap. On the PTCGO market now, even with PTCG live coming, which is supposedly supposed to be coming at the release of Brilliant Star. That is not confirmed, but that is the speculation. Even more the merrier to build your Charizard V-Star decks online, play in these online tournaments. We don't know how frequent the online tournaments are going to be as uh, as the IRL events come back, but if you feel like you've built and if you feel like you've built online, a pretty good Charizard V star deck, and then you want to go invest, you know, that's the, that's a really great way to make sure that you're not wasting your money. Right. Because if you, if the best deck of Charizard V star, you find is only like a two, two line, you know, you're not buying the four, four, you know, you just go ahead and you only buy two, two.
1: Yes. That's a very good point. So, um, Jake, in terms of the other Pokemon, non V's, do we want to? What what is your first pick in terms of like what people should maybe invest in pick up?
0: I think yeah, definitely. I mean, we talk about utility Pokemon that are not the ultra rares. You need to go get the Manaphy, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about Bench Barrier, and if you don't know what Bench Barrier is, a Manaphy has that ability, except it has a different name. The ability Wave Veal prevent all damage done to your bench Pokemon by your opponent's attack. Very, very good. You know, every time we see this effect in the standard format, because it's not new, it is always very good. It's even good in Expanded. You know, it's good all the time. This Manaphy has 70 HP. So honestly, if you're playing a level ball deck because of like Drizziles or whatever, you know, Manaphy's an inclusion. Mad Party Get your Mad Party decks back out because Manfi's going in. You know, anytime you have little baby bench sitters, and even if Whimsicott VMAX like becomes a really, really good card, like let's say Shadow Rider, I was mentioning earlier, let's say that makes a huge comeback, right? That becomes like one of the best decks in format that you need to beat going into a tournament. Manfi is a viable counter option to like the Whimsicott that could potentially come in because whimsicott v-star is not going to be something that is a surprise you're going to see the whimsicott v come down first and so then you'd be able to prepare to look for it etc etc so although it's not the end all to snipe cards like jilteon v-max urshifu v-max uh rapid strike urshifu v-max Mm -hmm. and like whimsicott v-star it's a viable way to uh, counteract what they're trying to do, right? I mean, it's yeah. another thing for them to go around.
1: Yeah, I think there's enough bench damage. Like when Mew Bench Barrier was in the format, it was played in some decks, not all decks, and there wasn't as much sniping. I don't think
0: early no, there on, was not as much sniping at all. But there's a ton
1: now. Like Pokemon's really designed that, and I, yeah. Basically, you want one of these in, for the time being at least, one of these in every deck, I would say. Um, And so, yeah, if you have a deck that you want to keep built, have a Manaphy. If you want to have another deck that is fully built and you don't want to have to take the Manaphy out, buy another Manaphy. That's like, honestly, that's just one of those cards. It's the same as Luminion, to be frank. Um, You're just kind of like, it's a one of this and a one of that, and you should be good to go on Utilities.
0: I think when Mew was around, there was never really... I don't ever think there was a deck that played two Mews.
1: No, no. Two because...
0: Bench Mews. I'm, like, thinking... The only one that I could, like, think of maybe was, like, a Rangaroo Control. But even yeah. then, like, I don't i don't think so. Yeah. And I played that deck a lot. Like, that was my main deck of the Cosmic Eclipse format. Um, but I think if you buy two Manifes, you're going to be set. These cards are going to be yeah. dirt cheap. Um, because they're uncommon. Uh, they're,
1: they're actually a rare
0: oh well they're it's, a r- it's an uncommon in
1: japan i will say it's an uncommon in japanese but i was looking at the um etb booklet because i was like i did not pull a manaphy from my box it's a
0: regular rare right
1: yeah it's just a regular rare but i did not pull a manaphy from my box or my etb so i, I have no manaphy's i have an rcsv star but no manaphy's
0: so something that pokemon collectors and players thought they would never say um but i mean either way even if it's just a regular rare like it's still going to be really cheap i mean just look at the past couple sets like what the rare cards are even mm-hmm. like something like chinchino i mean yep. chinchino's gotten a couple different prints but it wouldn't surprise me if Manfi got like you know a shiny version you know if we get another like hidden fates set Type deal, yeah. Things like that, yeah. They tend There's to do that with for this card to be cheap, yeah. Um,
1: other cards, um, I would say, I guess I'll do two cards real quick because I think they both have similar purposes, mm-hmm. which are both Lipard and is it Bibarel or Bibarel?
0: I don't really know, but I think people know what Pokemon we're talking about. Yeah, the 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 one that evolves from
1: bidoof everybody's favorite. Um, So, yeah, if you play Bibarel, you get to play Bidoof in your deck, which is already a win. Um, Yeah, Dubs. (laughs) Dubs right there. But both of these cards are effectively, they allow you to draw cards. Lipard is like Zoroark GX, where you discard a card, you draw two as an ability once per turn. And Bibarel has once per turn, draw until you have five cards in your hand. So both of these, um, you're not using them for anything other than the card draw. And, yeah, it's, it's just basically, like, cool. Like, you can draw some cards. Some decks don't need this, to be frank. Um, it just doesn't make sense. But a lot of decks that, like, want to see lots of card draw that don't have the engine of, like, Genesect or Alcremie, like, the Shadow Rider. These could be interesting cards that start making their way into decks that don't want to use the Drizzile and... Or, actually, once that engine, the Inteleon engine, leaves, standard. Uh, once that drizzle rotates at the end of the year, I think these will shoot up in price a bit. So getting these while another engine is in format, um, you know, like a 2-2 line of each is probably a good bet.
0: I'm going to say, this is my hot take, that you need to buy a 4-4 lipard.
1: Oh, I'm okay. just going to be honest.
0: I think you need to buy a 4-4. Because look at this card and look at what it's like. We do currently have a stage one kind of baby Pokemon, not an ultra rare, that has the discard one from your hand draw two ability. And that is Chinchino. Chinchino is pretty good. It's seen a lot of face time during its tenure. And this is my opinion, Rapid Strike Malamar is gonna get pretty good once rotation happens. So with that, You know, once Chinchino leaves, you mentioned rotation at the end of the year. Lipard is going to be that substitute. Sure, it has 100 HP. It's not searchable with level ball anymore. But I think it's still got that same, like, good effect. I mean, trade is just a good ability. It can work out with a lot of different archetypes, with a lot of different Pokemon. And what they're trying to do, we will have... The mana in format, right? So it's going to be protected immediately. I think you buy a four-four of these, because I think especially once rotation happens, this card is gonna see a lot of play and it's gonna shoot up in price once it sees a lot of play. So I mean don't go out and pre-sale buy it right now, but like get mm-hmm. these sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, that, that's fair. Because it, it, it could turn into it could turn into drizzle. Sword and shield yeah. based Drizzile where it's like it's not Forty dollars, but it's like twenty well, five dollars yeah, it's
0: not gonna it's not gonna burn a hole in your pocket, no. but again, like being efficient with your money, getting the most bang for your buck, like buying these shortly after the full release of Brilliant Star.
1: Jake, are there any other Pokemon that you would suggest looking into for players?
0: I think one that is a little bit niche is going to be float so float a lot of people are saying is the bring back of control cards control decks float has the one water attack float put two item cards from your discard pile into your hand we've seen this attack before with junk hunt sableye which was very very prevalent in its time so I think that Floatzel is not going to have the same effect in terms of impact, but I do think that Floatzel is a good Pokemon to get. I do. I mean, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be, um, yeah, just a rare. It's an uncommon. Set. Oh, it's an uncommon. It'll okay, so you're going to get these dirt cheap. Yeah. And I mean, like, especially for control players, I mean, I think this is going to be a thing that you have around. I mean, Zorarchs, right? The Zorarch card um, that's in standard format right now. Stage one, you know, go into any other stage one. So you might not even have to buy the weasels yeah. uh, at times. You can just buy the uh, Zorarch line and the soul itself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool. It's a little bit more niche because naturally not as many people are going to play control, but I think you could pick a couple of these up. Maybe like I would just buy a play set to be honest, because they're going to be so cheap if they're an uncommon, might yeah. as well just get a play set. Yeah.
1: You'll, you'll, you'll probably be able to find a playset some places for like a buck,
0: a whole play yeah. set.
1: Um a couple of weeks after this comes out. I don't think that the control archetype is going to be immediately amazing so mm-hmm. um yeah definitely a good pickup if that's a, if that's a playstyle you have interest in
0: definitely easy John what's up next for you
1: um i t- honestly there's no other Pokemon that i would say like that i would tell people to go out and get immediately um so I would actually scroll down to the supporters but i don't want to skip over a pokemon if you have one
0: I will say that the uh, Chinchino, the Chinchino, you know, I've talked a little bit about Minchino and how it's super, super good right now in format. I will say that this is the little basic one that you will want to play, this Chinchino that's come out. This is the little basic that you'll want to play because its first attack is Call for Family. (laughs) And Call for Family, if you do not know, search your deck for up to two basic Pokemon and put them on your bench. That's just infinitely better than what we have right now. So if you want to play a rapid strike Malamar or you want to play any other deck that uses the uh, Chinchino line, just go ahead and buy a play set of these. Cause they're going to be, they're going to be the only basic that you should be using in my opinion.
1: Yes. That's a very good call out. If you're playing the Minchinos, you have a new baby, you have a new stage, yeah. you know, basic to put into that deck.
0: You have a baby that you need to replace.
1: <laughs> um, All right, getting into, like, the trainers, supporters. um, In the interest of time, Jake, I'm going to name my supporters that I would say to pick up. None of these should be expensive, to be frank, because all the ones that are rares are cards that already exist, like Boss's Order and Research. So Mm -hmm. I would say it probably behooves you to pick up a playset of all of these. It would be Sharon's Care, um, Kindler, and Roseanne's Backup. Those are the three that I would maybe go out of my way to make sure you have. Um, Marnie's pride is maybe a close fourth as well because it's actually it's like it's not it's like a weirdly it's competitive with Raihan, right? I still think Raihan is probably better. Sounds way better. But but the fact that you don't have to have something be knocked out in order to do it, right? So like. Mm -hmm. Early game, if you need energy acceleration in a deck, you know, that doesn't have it, right? Like, I don't know what deck this, that is anymore, <laughs> but, like, you know, it's there may come a time when Marnie's Pride is decent over Raihan, but it's a toss-up. But those are the three. Roseanne's backup, Kindler,
0: and Sharon's care for me. I think you need to add Cynthia's ambition. Okay. So, in my opinion, Cynthia's ambition, like, almost replaces Bruno. Like, I'm looking at my Rapid Strike Malamar. I keep going back to Rapid Strike Malamar. Most fun deck in format, hands down. You look at Cynthia's Ambition. That's going to replace the Brunos. If you don't know what Cynthia's Ambition does, draw cards until you have five in your hand. If any of your Pokemon were knocked out during your opponent's last turn, draw until you have eight cards Mm -hmm. instead. The fact that you don't have to discard any of those cards... The fact that you don't have to lose any of those cards in your hand, right? And it draws one more card than Bruno did um, when you don't have a Pokemon that's knocked out. Bruno is draw four normally. Mm -hmm. Cynthia is draw five. So I just think that Cynthia's ambition is just pretty good. I think a lot of single prize, if you're playing a single prize deck, you should definitely use cynthia's ambition if you're using a deck that maybe needs to utilize resources a little bit more um definitely like if you're gonna steer away from professor's research you have cynthia's ambition as the card i think this card's pretty good i think it's gonna get a lot of hype um because i mean not to bag on you sean but marnie's pride i I don't think is a great card i mean i'm gonna be honest
1: I, I, it's, it's especially not good now, um, cause it's discard to only benched, but it does not specify a type of Pokemon and it does not specify a type of energy. So I think it does have some flexibility and it does not specify like anything that your opponent did on their previous turn. So there may come a time, is all I'm saying, where certain decks don't have an alternative,
0: you know? You just play like a one of for your Luminion, like, I don't know. I just,
1: I, I don't know. I am not sure. Uh, I'm I just will saying.
0: say though, I will say because we're getting Luminion V in the mm-hmm. format that is going to allow some of those like kind of wackier mm-hmm. tech one of supporters in your deck. Because again, you can easily su- search for it. So maybe, I mean, maybe that is one that you just go out, look for and find, but Sean, the item cards, we yes. are getting some insane. Item cards, which honestly, I I mean, get play sets of all three of these bonkers item cards that we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah. 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 I I think blunder policy you could maybe not worry about immediately unless you're playing a coin flip deck. Otherwise, yeah, choice belt and ultra ball. Those will be staples in the format the entirety of their of their reign.
0: 30 if you do not know it's a tool card yes do 30 more damage to your opponent's active pokemon v which i mean the format is literally just like pokemon v v max v star so yeah. yeah and then ultra ball discard two cards from your hand if you do search your deck for a pokemon just any pokemon doesn't have to be a basic doesn't have to be i mean it can be a v star all that stuff we've seen ultra ball many many times put it in your hand Sorry, Sean, I think I cut you off. Oh,
1: no, no. I was just saying, yeah, it was just, they're both amazing cards. Uh, Ultra Ball will always be good. (laughs) Just the Mm -hmm. end. Choice Belt, until they print another heavy hitter type that isn't a V-type, which who knows? Maybe it will be Alpha Pokemon. I don't know. Uh, Who knows? We did not pose that question on (laughs) our Twitter.
0: What Pokemon do you want to see as an Alpha (laughs) Pokemon, hypothetically?
1: So, uh, you know, and that will happen at some point, but mm-hmm. for now, choice belt is just like, if you expect to see play against Pokemon V, which you should, it will be in your deck.
0: yeah. Um, I mean, I, I literally think pretty much every deck should play this. The only thing yeah. that really like holds it back in my opinion is that we don't have a way, like we used to have adventure bag.
1: Mm, that's true.
0: Search your deck for up to two tool cards and put them in your hand like that card was so cool and it was so good and it was so good for so many decks we don't really have that right now the best way we have to find the choice belt is like the drizzile engine you know using yeah. the Shaden dealings ability to go find um certain cards which i mean it's not a bad by any means
1: yeah we have drizzile bad
0: way we have drizzile
1: we have raihan yeah we have raihan and as we well. have rcsv star
0: Oh yeah, that's right. RCS V star. Uh, mm-hmm. You find is it any two cards? Two cards,
1: just two yeah, cards, it's just
0: any two cards. So there are, there are a couple
1: of cards, but I think your point is well taken, which is like adventure bag, gets you two tool cards as an item card, and you yeah, can play four of those just an in item your deck.
0: Card, right, right. It's not your V star power, no. right? It's not an ability to where you would maybe want a supporter instead, mm-hmm. or like a, a quick ball, level ball, like. Adventure Bag was an item card specifically meant for tool cards if you play tool cards. So, like, that's what made Adventure Bag so good and, like, so ideal.
1: But, you know, I mean, yeah, play sets of those. And then, honestly, the everything else, the Double Turbo and the Magma Basin, play sets of those, just to be frank. Like, Double Turbo, you could maybe, you know, you'll pull a lot of them. You probably don't have to buy them. But, like, I would even say eight double turbo, turbo energies is not an unreasonable thing because, like, it's effectively double colorless for everything that isn't a one prizer, and that's just going to get played in a lot of decks. Um, mm. It just is. So,
0: I like, could Like, see... if you have no hope, if, you have, if you're in this, like, weird middle ground as an attacker of not one-shotting things, but you can two-shot things, especially if you're doing 20 less damage with this turbo energy, like... I mean if you're never gonna one-shot something <laughs> it like does I matter. honestly what? It doesn't matter, exactly. Yeah. Like I would just honestly play these. Like even like RCS V Star, right? Like RCS V Star has the three colorless attack for um for its attack of accelerating energies, like it wouldn't surprise me if double turbo was in RCS V Star decks.
1: Um oh yeah. No, because if you attach on the um Turn that you put the RCSV down, and then you can attach the double turbo on the following turn. So, the same turn that you're evolving, you're attacking, you don't have to play any supporters, you don't have to play any other weird energy acceleration. You just, and then you accelerate three basics and you're doing 180 damage, which is still setting up a two hit KO. It's, I mean, like, obviously, this card was printed with RCSV star in mind, to be frank. So, and even if you don't have it in hand, you can. Evo into the RCSV star, be like, I'm gonna go grab my double turbo. You could play one in your deck, go grab yeah. it when you Evo, and like it's just broken. It's broken.
0: You can you can grab like Melanie double turbo, sure. Or you could grab Magma Basin, the stadium that I mentioned earlier that you should buy a playset of. Yeah, Magma Basin double turbo, and you could just. <laughs> I mean, there's so many different like cool things. Yeah. So, it's so many different possibilities.
1: It's good stuff,
0: but uh, and we'll go over them all here on the Metapod podcast. It was kind of a slower news week, I would say. So, I'm glad that we were able to do this like little buy list yeah. kind of thing. We've gone over the sets before. Shout out also to Justin uh, Basil mm. for the website. We use Justin's website for. Um, looking at the cards because he lays it out in a very, very neat thing. You know, for collectors, you can look at all the different categories of rarities, you know, that are in the set for players. You can look at, you know, the categories of the cards, you know, utility Pokemon, attacking Pokemon, supporters, items, everything else. And that's what we were doing. You know, that's what we were using. So super shout outs. I want all the full art supporters, whether that's from the trainer gallery or the regular... There's some good ones out there. Also, really need the Mimikyu alternate R V Max. Sean, what's the number one card you want from Brilliant Stars before we end?
1: Uh, I don't know. I already pulled
0: it. Arceus V-Star. <laughs> okay, then what's the second one you want the most? I mean,
1: probably a Charizard V-Star
0: okay sean, I mean, sean yeah. is going for those v stars i
1: mean they're cool i like the V star they look no, i cool. mean i
0: don't blame you i i think the v stars are really really yeah. cool cards i think the art is really well done on them mm-hmm. and i think they're really really sweet
1: yeah and then after it's that
0: i also like the best charizard art yes. we have
1: yeah it's the best one we've had since like one of the like level x's or the primes or whatever like it's been a minute since we've had charizard art that good
0: I should say ultra rare Charizard art because I will yeah. say the vivid voltage Charizard was pretty sweet yeah, card. Uh, the pre-release promo. Yeah. That's pretty is cool. That is fair. So Which I own, by the way, <laughs> just a little, but flex. anyways, thank you for listening to the Metapod podcast. Leave us reviews, leave us reviews over on Apple and leave ratings on Spotify. We get a hundred ratings on Apple and Spotify we will uh, start doing more content for you all over on the youtube subscribe to our official youtube